Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT podcast. You're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Bolo has a performer. Ooh, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional. professional review on Drag, Drag Race, Race Canada, Canada Season 2. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling. The GNT. Clank. Okay, here we are. Here we are. Let's get straight into it. We're back. <laughs> After just a few days. How's your rest been, Tom? Anything exciting happened since? I, I have been resting, really, because I had my uh, my jabs on Friday. I've been a bit rough since then. Oh, yes, you had your yeah. boosters. Yeah. Can, Can I have you... some sympathy, please? I've, I've given you it. <laughs> I hope that you're okay. Glad I hope you, you can survived make it. this. You know, you could have called in sick, Tom, but it's got to be in a solo podcast. Just, oh, you know, would, would you have liked that? Yeah. My fashion, I mean... I would what really I have to, to say about the runway would be I, great. I would she is wearing uh, materials <laughs> that are on her body. A garment. Yes. Has, and yeah, fab. Just wow. Draped over Just wow. It would be like, yes, yes, no, yes, maybe. Hmm. Okay, that was runway for this week. Thank you everyone for joining. <laughs> um, before we move on, Tom, we did have a review did from we? a Canadian <gasps> because it said from Canada. From so Can- I assumed that this person is from the Canada. So we had, we did mention it on um, <coughs> Thursday, actually, didn't we? Yeah. But because this appears to be a Canadian listener who may not listen to the UK podcast. Yep. We will, um, uh, so fun. Move over, drag her. This is my new fave drag race podcast oh. by Hnsbsen from Canada. What a lovely name. You know what? Vowels are overrated. <laughs> they really, really are. Vowels, I mean, ask the Welsh. <laughs> we love a consonant. Ask we love making Welsh. up our own consonants. Oh, girl, if, if anyone, if, I mean, when we're, when we're driving through Wales, mm-hmm. I swear to God, I'm looking around going, oh, come on. Come on, <laughs> this is not happening. What? We had a lovely email from Leah, and Leah, she sent it last week and uh-huh. basically gave us a whole bunch of information. It was very, very helpful. It was, it was really good. We dissected it mm-hmm. because that is what we do. Um, Eve6000, yes, she had a podcast. It was called The Shady Edit. Um, but it, I think the season that she was reviewing, I guess... Canada that would have been Canada one yeah Canada one her recap from Canada one have been removed and I think it was because she was now going on it yeah but But it's interesting because Leah says that she didn't find her that shady but also um Ashley who kindly sent a message on Instagram suggested that she might have been a bit shady so maybe she had her shady moments and she's taken it down I mean if if you've spent a whole season talking and reviewing other mm-hmm. drag queens and now you're on it absolutely she's going to take it off yeah absolutely because she does not she would not want anything that she said because a lot of the times i don't know what i said in the podcast can i just because it, it, i just had the thought then would you be comfortable um playing an episode of our podcast to a queen of whom it's their season who we're talking about Yes. I think I would too. Yes. Because I don't think we say anything that is terrible. And I think we tend to balance things. Like, yeah, we critique what needs to be critiqued. But I think on the whole, we're not too mean. I don't think we're mean. I think think we're very upfront with where we stand we mm-hmm. are first and foremost people who appreciate the arts yeah we appreciate drag hearts, all the hearts 
we do we appreciate drag mm-hmm. we we understand that it's a tv show and so what we say is in that realm mm-hmm. we never attack someone personally well although you come for me a lot <laughs> I attack like, you, personally. you really come for me a lot well, i just if, want to say that if you didn't deserve it i wouldn't have to do it would i uh yeah so and then yeah well apparently boa not boa um beth was it Beth? No, it's Eve. Eve six thousand gets into a lot of fights on Instagrams and Twitter. Yeah. Hopefully Leah will let us know about the live performance aspect because I speculated. Yeah, yeah. I speculated that either it's pre recorded or it is heavily edited because that does not sound like raw footage at all. What I thought was that some queens sounded so exceptionally good that I questioned whether it was live, some of the queens were shaky enough or flat enough for me to think, yeah, that's live. But then, you know, there were certain moments like Gia throwing herself around on stage and you didn't hear that wobble. You didn't hear, like... <laughs> you know what I was thinking like, of? You know, like when Fergie was singing and did those one-handed... Yeah, you, you could whoa, hear... You could whoa. hear that. Not, not, not only that, you could hear the... <gasps> She was doing that. Eight like you could hear in the her. You could hear her breathing. <laughs> like, like, do you, you know? Like, here, here's the best example of mm-hmm. live, of live on RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Tyra Sanchez oh. singing. Hey, hey, bum, my girl, bum, my girl, little baby, boy, the burrow. And then you could hear her breathing. <laughs> you could hear her breathing when Henry Rollins was scowling at her throughout her performance. That, but that is what it sounds like to R- sing live. Who was living for her? That is, that is. I mean, first of all, her singing wasn't good, but her performance was amazing. I'll tell you her what. Perf- she was doing the back bridge. She was in the splits. She was using that. She was sashaying that gown that train i her oh, performance oh, was amazing oh, oh. it was her singing that was a bit like but she committed rue was if rue had dollar bill she'd have been checking them all out i would have i would have been doing she, that she was, we disagree on this but she's lucky she had immunity that week she really was no 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 because she still i mean no because juju b juju would have been in the, the bottom and she was against sahara davenport who was kind of, she was criticized for being too like prissy and not rock and roll enough but like Tyra was nowhere near rock and roll either. Yes, that was... Look, that is rock and roll it's, to us oh brown and black people, okay? Babe, you have never, like... Beyonce is such a face is our name, rock and roll. Name a rock artist. Our... Pink. <laughs> um, Pink, thank you. So don't try come for me, Tom. I know, I know my genre is... Anyway, Suki Dole. This is something that I found interesting. Mm. Suki Dole was an alternate. She only had a week to prepare her looks. That's Well, considering well, she's been pretty fabulous so far. I can't imagine season two without Suki. I love Suki. She's a great talking head. I mean... Oh, Bianca Del Rio and Jada. I, I, I didn't know Bianca's. I knew I didn't Jada know Bian- was. I knew Jada was because last minute. Because it should have, should have been um, um, little girl. Uh, t- Tamisha. Yeah. It should have been Tamisha Roman, but she was sadly taken ill. Um, I did not know that about Bianca. That makes me wonder who Bianca replaced. How amazing that Bianca and Jada Essence were winners. Yeah. They were the winners. It just goes to show, you know, talent's talent. I mean, is this is this a premonition? Is Suki Doll taking season? I mean, I ain't mad. Um, for, I would have been mad if season, um, season two I think was taken up by so Suki. Like, speaking of likability, we were talking a minute ago about how, like, this seems like a really... Now, 
we can't help when there's two seasons running concurrently, we can't help but draw parallels. And already, and I really don't want to be proven wrong on this, I want the first couple of episodes to just carry the energy forward. It already seems better produced and better judged and like better cast yeah. than Drag Race UK season three. Season three's a miss. UK season three's a miss. I'll say it, you won't. It's a miss. It's <clears throat> what annoys me about season three of UK is the judging is just atrocious at this point but they're getting rid of like every little bit of uniqueness and diversity systematically yeah like i know i know victoria's exit couldn't be helped but they get rid of the you know the the more eccentric queens they've got rid of charitha and river now at the same time bloody hell i mean and also we've got a a lovely intern for canada's drag race doing all of these amazing shots (laughs) All of these, all of these, like blockbuster, like I was like, wow, it's like someone's, someone's coming for Marvel. Someone, really? someone is really trying to get Marvel to notice them. Somebody the learned how to do editing and angles, like on the set of a like Indian soap opera. Look, I, I ain't mad at that. Also, so thank you very much, Salia, for that email and really, really all this information. And you. also, Rachel from Twitter said that um Stephanie Prince's entrance look was referencing Jollibee, and that's a Filipino chain restaurant in North America. They do excellent chicken. You sold me a chicken. It sounds delicious. You sold me a chicken. Um, <laughs> we'll try it. Sounds delicious. Well, well, next time we're in North America, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, when we're just passing through mm. in our tours, um, we'll, we'll stop by. <laughs> season two episode three we already know it's an acting challenge but let's get into it now back and we're starting the next episode we are recapping we've just said goodbye to the lovely ocean what a bundle of joy ocean was i'll miss her i mean she was she just had presence she's radiated joyful Warm. energy yeah yeah she she had that and actually i thought her lip sync was good I yeah. thought thing was, I mean, I was surprised at how quick she could move. She was quite she was dynamic. And I was she like, was. oh, get a girl. I was like, look at that. It was, it was quite a tight lip sync. But Isis did win the lip sync, but Ocean put up a heck of a fight. I have a question. Please. Whose look was better to you? Eve 6000's look mm-hmm. or Isis? Isis. Okay. Do, you mean, do you mean from the... From the runway. Away? From last week. Isis. Okay, cool. Now... What do you think about Isis being in the bottom? Because I, mm. Brooklyn specifically said to Eve, to Eve say thank you to your costume because yeah. that's what kept you out of the bottom. So then I'm like, hold up, hold up, hold up. How come Isis's costume didn't keep her out, even though Eve 6000 was worse in the musical then Isis. It's a tricky one. It's tricky. We did say really there were it was it was a game of two halves last week. There were five girls who did f- fabulously. Stephanie was kind of safe, and then there were five girls who did poorly enough to possibly end up in the bottom. And they included Ocean, Isis, um, I think Suki and Adriana, and Eve. Um, and to be honest, it could have been any combination of those girls in the bottom. Uh, runways could have factored into it. I guess really Isis and Eve were serving very, very different things. Isis was giving us, she was giving us Dior, she was giving us McQueen, she was giving us Perio Clown. It was very high fashion. And then Eve had a very, very well-made and very lovely high camp, swallowed by a lion, Lucille Ball look, didn't she? 
they were both wonderful in different ways, but my personal favourite for how chic she looked was Isis. I just felt that Eve 6000's performance mm-hmm. was worse. So, Can I suggest that maybe Eve was kept out at the bottom then because they know that she's a little bit dramatic and a little bit theatrical? Well, the funny thing is that I don't think she thinks she is because she <laughs> and right after the runway they've just said you know they've rubbed off the mirror message. Mm-hmm. Eve six thousand says, you know, I've always wanted to be positive. Her words are because it's really hard because I'm so I'm so closed off with my emotions. I, I was, was like I was like stop right there. No, 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 no. That don't, don't, no. Don't no. just love that delusional level of lack of self awareness. You called You've out Gia the first five seconds you walked into the room. You called out Gia. You blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> you showed your emotions. You cry, sobbed, weeped when you were caught safe, and that's a lot of emotions for safe. <laughs> And but the, apparently, the words of Trixie Mattel. But you know, you showed your emotions there. You came for Kendall last week, saying that oh, if I, if I wasn't about the singing, I would have just acted. First of all, it was both, and you weren't the best at both. And but Kendall you was came for Kendall, and you showed your emotions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, um, I just don't understand what she thinks of how she's presenting. You are the you are showing your emotions the most. So don't go saying that but you like, hard because you are showing a girl. This lack of self-awareness is actually helping me to warm to Eve. Um, and perhaps we'll get into it a bit more as the episode goes on. But I've seen um, plenty of examples of her vulnerability already this episode, I think. I think she's just desperate for validation. She really, really is. She's like Tinkerbell. If she's not being applauded, her soul just withers and dies. I agree with you there. Mm. I agree with you there because part of her coming for Kendall, not just her performance, it was mm-hmm. also the fact that you're ignoring me. Yeah. You're ignoring me. Death and again, though. another example of her showing her emotions. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a lack of self It was classic, dis- really- classic displacement. You know, she was mad at the judges and she expressed it towards Kendall. It's a pretty classic defense mechanism. But Kendall's like chill kendall's like i don't i, I rebuke you she's like really. chill party chola <laughs> libra like, she's just, just like i don't really care pizza if you're anger towards me <laughs> it's fine now there's no mini challenge which is great um which means we can shout into the maxi the maxi challenge this week is that they are going to be in an they had to overact in the slasher film could screech so it's an overacting challenge do you isn't see it? though do you see it's like scream screech when I thought Screech, I thought, um, oh, you're probably too young for this. Um, <laughs> Saved by the Bell? <laughs> you're claiming that I'm too young for Saved by the Bell? Screech? Yeah, I know who Screech is, but Screech is Scream, isn't it? But the that's what I thought well, the when they said Screech, Tom. Yeah, cool. Okay, that's fine. So I w- th- would like it if. Didn't he die? The actor's died, doesn't he? Has he? Yeah, not that long ago. No, he didn't. He did. No. He did. He did have a tell all. He about, did have a tell. He's had quite a troubled life, I think. Absolutely, from from what I could see, he was, he was um, saying that there are so much shenanigans going behind the I'm scenes either, with I'm, the director and the lead man and woman. Kelly. Very, very quickly Google this because I could be spreading misinformation, but I'm pretty sure he died. I don't think I've heard that, Tom. Now the competition takes a color turn. The queens are dropping dead. Um, Pythia because he died she won in February of this year. Okay, Dustin Diamond. He was on Big Brother in the UK as well. Oh, okay. Anyway, back to the drag race, Tom, Sorry. please. Thank you. This is <laughs> it's already a dark episode. You don't need to bring up death. Thank you. 
<laughs> so there's a killer killing the drag queens. Put the ear signs and rolls. And uh, we got to see these roles play out because we've just Can seen I the just rehearsals. Say, on the subject of Pythia, I, I, for me, a star was born last week and I really got my eye on Pythia. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't have a single doubt in the first episode, though I did like her look a lot. Um, for what me, was her look? She had that lime green uh, kind of amber from Clueless sort of look. And it was like a spaghetti strap nighty dress. Bit okay. club kid, bit lady Miss Kia. It was cute. It was really cute. But you got your eye on her now because she won a challenge. No, because she I was think everyone has pursued. their eyes on someone when it they won a challenge. Challenge and look last week. She was it was it was like she killed everything last week. Okay. Work. Work. So Everyone out there, uh, Tom's got his eye on Pythia. Yes. Let's continue. I like you saying that like nobody's interested in my opinion. Like, <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying that all of a sudden someone wins and now uh, you got your eye on them. I mean, everyone's got their eye on people who win, Tom. Uh, it's, it's when you I say think... something like, I got my eye on someone who's an underdog <laughs> and then they eventually end up being oh. someone so grand. But no, someone's won in the first two episodes. We have someone who's won. So now you got your eye on them. I th- I yes, think... Tom, everyone else in the world who watches Drag Race I... has their eye on someone who's won. There's only been two challenges. You're, you're deliberately misunderstanding me, I think. No. You, I bet you, you know what? If Cynthia wins this week, next week, you got to be like, I've also got my eye on Cynthia. <laughs> I said Cynthia from the beginning. I said she had an actual. I've also got my eye on Cynthia. And maybe I said. I mean, yes, Tom. Clap, clap. No, amazing foreshadowing. Like, I guess I was like surprised by her last week, and I just thought, "Wow, go you." Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Can we just just adjust that energy just a little bit? My energy's fine. Let's get into the rehearsals. <laughs> now, the rehearsals we see. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we can talk about the characters of the queens as we go on. We can. They're, they're basically. A reenactment of the girls as they are right now, and then queens are just dying. That's basically the plot line. Yeah. And the people playing the judges is um, Adriana's playing Brad, mm-hmm. Kendall's playing Brooklyn, and then Cynthia kisses Martha. Now, them three are the judges. Everyone else is the different They're types kind of, of characters as drag tropes, queens. So we got yeah. Jock, the Jock is Isis. We got Eve 6000, who's that narrator. Suki's like the hoe. The horny girl. We got yeah. the valley girl who's Gia. We got Stephanie Prince who is the suspicious and anxiousest one. Mm-hmm. And then we got Kamora who's the nerd. Now, let's just go to Stephanie from let's these rehearsals. I, I stand a queen who gives 110%. She was giving... 110 plus. But she was giving, uh, she was giving 2,000. She, she was giving was. Eve 3,000. <laughs> she was giving Eve 3,000. 6, 6,000. Because that was the most. And it was like, girl, calm down. Like, She's really going for it. Do you know it. what? I always give a lot because it's always harder to, to I would be, I would prefer to be given the note tone it down which i always get you would never get that which that i always be i always get that note every that, that would be unfair i think every audition most auditions <laughs> okay paulo we, we love what you're giving with the character <laughs> now just try and just give a little bit less to turn it a little bit more go a bit smaller that shocks me right for yeah. theater really yeah. you want me to go smaller <laughs> for theater i don't understand yeah. i don't get it i decline <laughs> The problem here with Stephanie is she doesn't really take the note. And she pointedly says in the confessionals, no, I'm going to... Because she specifically went for a character because she, she doesn't want to memorize many lines. And she wants to, from her point of view, shine. Yeah. Um, but there's a difference between shining and blinding people. 
you know, <laughs> dazzling yeah. them. I can't see you shining so bright. Like, girl, I can't turn it can't down. see anything at this point. Um, but you're like, Stephanie, yeah, she's giving a bit too much. And even though there's a bit, a bit of direction saying, um, give a bit less, which I think is good direction, mm-hmm. um, she's just not taking it. And what happens is that you, you start to stick out really badly. Not, not great foreshadowing for Stephanie, but we'll see how that pans out. It's hard to tell what they're like, but yeah. Eve six thousand. I want to say this is the first time I'm I'm impressed with her. It's a, she yeah. she knows she she watches a lot of camp stuff. She watches a lot of these um, parody shows. She knows exactly the tone to hit with the director camera. But this wasn't the night that you know. It's, she it's, she really understands that role. It's very the narrator from the Rocky Horror Show. Yeah, very that. The narrator character. Who? The narrator. He's called the narrator. Hmm. Huh. Hmm. Could there be um, a musical theatre thing that I know more about than you? Eve 6000 <laughs> was good. Eve yeah. was... I, I liked with... But again, her hunger for validation was so evident because she got a little bit of praise and she nearly wet herself. <laughs> it was It was amazing. <laughs> but it was, it, it was like... It was adorable. It was adorable. Like, she's so vulnerable. I know she lashes out and stuff, and that's kind of, like, not pretty when she does that, but it's born of her vulnerability. Her her self-esteem isn't great, I don't think. But for someone who's got a podcast talking about other people... But there you go, like... (laughs) I don't understand how you can't therefore take it back. What do you mean? Like She's got a whole podcast series of her doing exactly this, what she doesn't want done to her. But the that's whole what people do. What do you do when you've got low self-esteem? You, you, you tear down other people. I don't. To deflect away from. No. But yourself seems quite robust, let's be frank. It's not, Tom. I'm very vulnerable. <laughs> I am Bolo 6000. <laughs> but, is, I mean, is that true? Is that what you say when people have low self-esteem? Of course. Though? But the way it works is that, like, well, if we're using, like, a cat model... Um, people who have low self-esteem are their own worst critics. Their inner monologue is highly critical of themselves, but equally they're capable of turning that outwards upon other people and becoming critics of others. Mm. Not everybody does it, but it can be a tendency. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Tom. Thank you, Doctor. Mm. Thank you for that. Every so often I do like to drop those in. I want to say that Perthia has very good commitment. I told you, a star's been born. Yeah. Nobody else saw it but me. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Pythia's great commitment. She's very uh, um the craft in her look, isn't she? What's her name from the craft? Um the nineties film I'm with the say, high school. I'm, I've witches. seen it once, but I'm not really like absorbed it. Mm. But I know the look. I know I, I, mm-hmm. I know the look because I know the poster. Uh I want to say that Kendall is a great actress. She's good, isn't she? She showed it last Kendall. week, she's, really she's showing it again this week. I want to say that um, Cynthia is also a great actress, mm-hmm. but she, and, I mean, in the rehearsals that we saw, when she doesn't get the lines, and she, I, I, I think she's quite the perfectionist. When she's not mm. getting it, it's it consumes her, and she's really getting in her head. They, they certainly made but a point of showing that. Yeah, yeah, but she's actually a great actress. Like when she's she when is? she's on it, she's on it. But when they give her the feedback that you're saying something like you're saying this line wrong, or you're you're not getting the nuance, she just tears herself down. I I, I just had popping back to last week. I think she was very underrated. It was quite. Didn't feel very fair that she was safe. I know her runway wasn't the best, but she was fab last week between the acting and the singing. 
with the straight girl role as well, you know? I think it was the role. Yeah, I mean, there were so many other shining stars that week. It's probably what happened. But yeah. I guess just coming back to this week, <laughs> the poor girl hasn't seen Handmaid's Tale, which I haven't either. I haven't. No. So but I don't understand. Th- I bet when they got there and found out, uh, what's her name? Sorry, the the judge who's on Handmaid, Handmaid's Tale. Oh, she, is that where she's from? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So when Martha. they got... Yeah, I, I, well, they're all Marthas, aren't they? Oh, I, I don't know. I, we don't know, do we? But um, when they got there, any girls who hadn't seen Handmaid's Tale, they were like... Flipping heck. <laughs> I mean, I it's something that we could probably get into. I think we'd enjoy it. Yeah. What a dystopian um I don't know. Social commentary. I don't know, but the rehearsals were yeah, Suki Doll was doing good. She's a horny girl. We she got did well, um yeah. we got the Isis who's the jock and he's just being the jock. Isis we is got doing well. the we got uh Kimura who's the nerd. We're not seeing a lot of these characters um really shine yet they're not getting only focused a, it's quite a short rehearsal isn't it it is and i guess just because we've mentioned kendall there is a moment where kendall speaks about her sobriety um i'm finding kendall so likable and so like down to earth um not just because we're basically friends now um <laughs> but no like i think it was really it's, it's something that anytime a queen is really really open about their struggles with drug use I think is really admirable because it's endemic in the gay community um, and in clubbing culture. And she's really open about how, yeah, that that's what I did a few years ago, but it ended up ruining my life and I had to make a decision. The thing is about drug addiction is that it, when it, a lot of people do it recreationally, but when it becomes a big problem, it's often because trauma is being medicated. And I think that's something that's overlooked a lot because I think people with drug addiction problems are seen as, oh, they're doing it to themselves kind of thing. It's like, well, well, you know, in order to overcome it, yes, only that person can make the right decisions with the right support around them. But they're doing it because they're traumatized people. And I think, I think there's such a stigma attached to drug abuse that doesn't need to be there. And I think it's really, really brave of Kendall to speak about it this way. That was nice. Thanks. And we have just seen the Maxi stage performance of Screech. We've seen the, we were at the premiere of Screech, weren't we? First of all, I want to say that this is probably one of the better writings we have ever had. I agree. On there RuPaul's were, Drag it a, Race. It was a bit more coherent and there were better jokes than usual. Yeah. Uh, it was long. That intern is working overtime. I swear to God, this intern <laughs> is doing his job. <laughs> he's, he's, There's a, an intern in Drag Race Canada season two who's saving the franchise, frankly. Yeah, he's made it his job, her job, <laughs> their job, job. Mm-hmm. to um to fix it, to, to come correct. And I'm, <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Uh... I mean, overall, in terms of the writing, I want to say that it was just, it wasn't as cringe as it has been. And it has been cringe I mean, for nine, such a long time. We say it every time we, we we review a challenge like this, like nine times out of ten, it's incoherent. And it, it does not give the queens, like the queens are given the task usually of elevating very poor material. Yeah. And if they succeed in doing that, then they're true superstars. In this case, the material was a bit better than usual, I think. Yeah, yeah, it, it was. Mm. And they poked a lot of fun at the kind of formula. The tropes and, of and Drag Race. Exactly which is how quite smart, yeah. the, there, was a, there was a point where Suki and Max was at the mirror. Pythia? Uh, yes, yeah, sorry, Pythia. Max? 
I thought that was Max's sharing, sharing needles a lot. <laughs> I was like, girl, Max, is she back? <laughs> Pythia and Suki were at the door talking about, you know, their sob stories mm-hmm, and mine mm-hmm. can do yours. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of... I was left at a ferry it, terminal. Exactly. It was it was kind of poking fun at how the the real trauma that these queens go through every season and how it, how it comes to light. And we call it a mirror moment here. We what, do. What we call it a mirror moment. Mirror and moment. How they kind of took... They poked fun at the mirror moment, and mm-hmm. I was just like, "That's quite dark, <laughs> but funny." <laughs> yeah, exactly. Darkly I was funny, like, "That's yeah. really dark, but it's funny." Mm-hmm. Um, I guess let's go. Should we go girl by girl? Not girl by girl. Let's go with who were. Who do you think were the standouts? To be honest, it's hard for me to pick real standouts. I'd really? like. To, I'd like to. I can bounce easily that back to you yeah. as our performance expert. Eve six thousand was... was great. Eve 6000 was a complete standout. She Eve was understood. Fab. She knew the genre mm-hmm. that it was a, a, a it was like Scream. It was a, a comedy, but it was a thriller. So she, she found that perfect line of camp and funny as a narrator, which it, I thought was great. It was, it was like a parody of a parody. It was very, yeah. very good. The way that she would speak, the the tone of her voice, the look in her face, the little quivers on her mouth. Yeah, she her gave mouth, really good face. And her mouth and her nose, how the the over-dramatization, I was just like, she, she, she nailed it. She really, really did. I thought, I think Eve deserves to be in the top this week. I think you're right. With this performance, I I think she should. We'll win. see what. Yeah, depending really on the runway. runway in a moment. But Eve six thousand stood out to me I completely. Think Pythia was solid. She might get criticised for the character being a bit similar to her character from last week because she deliberately went for like a witchy character, mm. and we know that she likes kind of like spooky, ooky, kooky. Yeah. Um, okay. But I still think she did the job very, very well. I think she was great in this role as this uh, the craft esque character. Okay. Uh, I thought she was really consistent. I loved her scene with Suki, who I also thought did well. Yeah, I think Suki did a good, safe, well job. And another person that I thought was good, made me laugh, mm-hmm. was um, Geometric. Okay. As the Lith Valley girl. You, I'm I gonna, found that they were three funny. And I, I thought her performance was really, really good. But I did I did lose the diction at times and, and had a hard time following what she was saying. I didn't. I was with her the whole way. Okay. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. I, I, I got her. She made me laugh. Her acting was great. It, it was that camp comedy, that silly comedy drama. I mean, she nailed it for me. Um, I also think of the judges, the judges group. I think Kendall was good as Brooklyn, and I think that's a really tough gig. Anybody doing the judges has got a really tough job because they're doing the judges in front of the judges. Okay. But I think I think Kendall, of the three, was good at encapsulating some mannerisms and delivering humor and being really consistent. I think Kendall's a good actress. Yes, mm. I do. Th- I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Last week she was. This week she was as well. Now let's talk about the other two judges while we're here. Yeah. Um, Cynthia, like Cynthia, because for me wasn't bad, and I know that the rehearsals were showing her screwing up her lines. Maybe because I haven't seen handmail, handtail, hand, hand, handmail tail, handmail tail, yeah. handmade yeah. tail. Maybe because yeah. I haven't seen it, I don't understand the character that she's trying to play. All I saw was someone in a solid character, but maybe. The character was wrong. I, I got that the character was kind of like, you know, this is, I'm, I'm part of the conspiracy. I'm trying to free you girls. You know, I'm speaking in codes, speaking in riddles. I got oh, I that. didn't get that. Yeah. Okay. 
But maybe she didn't nail it. <laughs> oh, I, I, I enjoyed what she did. I think Adriana was a little bit all over the place in the sense that, like, she's supposed to be doing. But so she it, nailed bread. Well, no, I, I don't know. I think it was tough because she was supposed to. <laughs> she was supposed to be like a bit camp and flamboyant and a bit ominous, and it's like she didn't do the latter part. She was just a flamboyant part but it didn't feel like brad goreski either i i I did feel that she i I did feel like you know as the three of them they should have shared similar energies and similar Mm. they should have all been on the same page of how much drama we're giving or you know like they, mm-hmm. they should have been on the same wavelength and i didn't feel that i really feel yeah. like um adriana was just on her own yes on her own kind of plane but i don't think it was i just thought that it was it was almost it was it was quite ott but like i ain't mad at ott then, yeah it's what the, the what it calls for really isn't it yeah um, it was. It just felt misplaced because it was just such a different energy from the other two. Yeah, but um, she did overgive it, and uh, so maybe she was doing exactly what was required of her. Like to be honest, I don't think anybody was like a complete flop here. Do you think anybody's a complete flop? We've got a few more girls to talk about. Yes, um, I felt that Stephanie Prince was like this OTT, but then her she was giving like awkward for me yeah i mean it was it was it was i mean she's the anxious girl isn't she she's anxious and she's just paranoid i'm suspicious all the time and she gave that but she was just it was a bit too much it was a bit too uncontrolled it was a bit too manic she's gonna get the age old um i didn't get levels it was a bit one note critique isn't she it was yeah but but it was I know it was. I know she was She was at 120%. You know, we spoke about 110 at least. She was at 120 upwards the whole time. It was, you know, I guess she was one of the less enjoyable to watch because I could just like, the energy was so high and I could feel her working so hard. There's some people who just read off a script and some people who try to be the character. Now, Isis as the Jocelyn strip, I really felt like she was really trying to be a jock. And She's I, doing I, her best. I, I saw she, that. She I saw solid characterization. Yeah. I saw that throughout. Um, Kimora, I felt, was just reading a script. Mm. And she kind of broke in and out. She's supposed to be the geek. But at some at other times, I just felt she was being the Kimora. That we know, they're, they're kind of like yeah. sassy-ish. It's, it's funny, I've not written any notes for Kimura. She's the only one I've not really written anything for, so I wonder if... She was just there. Yeah. She was just there. I like uh, Kimura. She wasn't bad, she wasn't yeah. great, she was just there. But she didn't take her character, um, especially as, as a nerd, I don't think she really found that. She could have maxed out on that. I, I, I commend her for going against type. She said she was deliberately going for something different to her her usual sassy kind of attitude. So I commend mm-hmm. her for that, but maybe didn't pay off. Because I, I like Kimura a lot and I want her to have a breakout moment, but yeah. this wasn't it. The thing about um, Kimura as well is that I, maybe I, you know, I don't know these girls personally, but I feel like she's a bit too forced in some of her oh hi oh, oh, like she's giving a bit 
of a teeny I, bit of yeah, Laganja okay. syndrome. Are you, are I like you, I like her when I feel like she's being her. Yes, yeah. when she's her, she's amazing and I love her. But there's sometimes where I just feel like she's giving. I know what you mean. She's giving the Laganja, <laughs> and I'm just like, you know, you 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 you're one of the queens who don't need that. You are naturally. You've got a, natural you've got charisma. Charisma. You don't need it, yeah. So you don't need yeah. a play there you don't need force there mm-hmm. um but it's just something that i've noticed over the weeks and especially today um so let's let's just recap the performances a little bit name a co- two well, or three girls you think are top and two or three girls you think are bottom let's just uh, just for pithia mm-hmm. solid commitment to her character yes you're very right that it's just the same but i really did feel i was getting max from max. Sh- sharon needles max Mm-hmm. In terms of the look, I, and in terms of the well, no, she, she didn't look anything like Max's or needles. She was in like a Beetlejuice jacket with orange hair. She's a solid character. Um, I think she's going to be safe. The tops this week, according to the performance, yes, absolutely sh- for me should be Gia, mm-hmm. Eve six thousand, and I would leave it there. Okay, I mean, Kendall I th- gender. Kendall was solid. I think it's a great week for Eve. Well done, Eve. I would, for me, the the other ones who could potentially be in the top three would be Pythia. We can disagree on that. Um, I get, I get. We're saying with Gia, I just lost her diction at times and struggle, but her performance was very, very good, and I liked her commitment to like the lispy thing. And Kendall. I guess the ones who I think could be at the bottom. I mean, Stephanie is there, I think. Yep. Much as I love Stephanie, um, she didn't take the note to strip it back a little bit. Who else do you think could be down there with her? I would say Stephanie. I would say... Kamora for being a bit forgettable. Kamora was forgettable, but she wasn't bad. Now, I don't understand Cynthia's character. I I think Cynthia, Cynthia was great. But mm. if, if she's not hitting the character she's supposed to be, which I don't know who she's supposed to be, then maybe they'll put her in the bottom. But I won't. I, I don't get that. I would say maybe, maybe Adriana. I think Adriana could be down there, to be honest. And I will say, of all the girls, Adriana's like the girl who's getting like the least screen time and the least plot line and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, she seems like a lovely, sweet person, but this this. Uh, from what was actually really quite a solid acting challenge, I think that needs to be said. Nobody was atrocious. Mm. Steph- Stephanie, you know, is our clear bottom, I think. Yeah. But nobody else is atrocious and we're kind of splitting hairs. Maybe Adriana's down there. Let's have a look at the runway, okay? Now, the category is Good Girl Gone Bad. I mean, starting off with Suki Dole. So I think this is a fabulous category. So Suki comes out in... It's almost like this Dior-esque... Like, like quite Egyptian feeling or like she, I think she alludes more to Catholicism, but to me it feels quite Egyptian kind of like overcoats, which she sheds. And then underneath there's this very sensual, like McQueen esque, like sheer black um, affair. Um, It's just a sheet of fabric really, but she, she works it. Um, She looks very chic. I love the new delusion. I thought the new delusion was incredibly convincing. Actually. I don't know. It's just my eyes, but I thought this was very good new delusion. I was like, is that her body? Um, and the tattoos are great as well. I think um, I think she looks beautiful. I think this is really, really good. I think yeah. Suki knows fashion. 
I know that personally. Sounds like, yeah, she's intimately acquaint- <laughs> acquainted speed with Roger. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think the looks cool. It is cool, isn't it? I love the the shape of of the overcoat she walked out in. It's very sculptural. I also love the wig, the tattooed mm. body. I'm not a big fan of nude illusion as well. You but know this that. is good, isn't it? But this is pretty good. Mm. Like it matches the sheet of fabric. Tom, is that fashion? Yeah, it is. It's very yeah. McQueen, if you ask me. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Just, who's next? Next, we've got Eve. Now, Eve also goes for quite a new delusion, really. But she's going for like this grayscale thing. If you ask me, it's somewhat less successful. Is it me? She stoned. She stoned the um, the new delusion, didn't she? Which I think was kind of unnecessary because it takes you out of it. But anyway, um, when she walks out, to me, it's it, the, the the silhouette and the hair. It's very, very similar to Marilyn Monroe's dress in The Seven Year Itch. Um, you know, the famous over the great yep. thing, but it's a different color scheme. Um, I, I think she should have worn white and blonde hair personally. But there we go. And she takes it off and there's like a, a bondage S&M get up underneath. I don't understand the, the gray I don't think the, the gray scale. I think she's supposed, she's supposed to look like a black and white movie star. Oh, okay. Um, Is it like, the, have you seen that little drawing of that character? That kind of, I think maybe that's what she's after. And it's got like a heart shaped face. And she's wearing the red dress and she's got that same wig. Do you know the character I'm talking about? No, no, I'd love you to show me though. I, I, well, I don't know what it is. I, I can see it in my head. It's like, you know, uh, uh, show me later. Yeah. Um, anyway, she does a reveal after a reveal. taking so long. A couple of, I know. Awkward, they, they awkward made, moment. They, made, they could have cut away from that. I didn't need to do that to her. Um, overall, I don't think the new delusion is massively successful, but I do I do think the two looks are nice otherwise. Yeah. So. The looks are cute. The yeah. looks are cute. I just don't like that new delusion. She, it, it wasn't necessary. And and it's you could see that it was fabric on her because it wasn't skin tight. Yes, that's the thing. It was a bit like Tempest du Jour, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. the nude. Yeah. Next up, we have Stephanie Brent. I think this is really good because... So the first two girls have gone for a reveal from a good girl who has gone bad and she's combined both elements in one look. So it's Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz, but done with like a latex S&M quality. Um, so she looks great. She's got her ruby pumps. The fit is gorgeous. She's got her little Toto in her basket. Very Venus prototype, um, the latex look. Um, very beautiful. I think okay. this is really well done. I think it's a good one. Oh, I, we haven't even took the flick. It's a tick. Oh, it's a tick. I do think the hair could have been more Dorothy because she's gone for like a caramel when Dorothy was a brunette and with her walking out with almost like a blondish tone. I was like, is this Alice in Wonderland? I thought her hair was more brunette red. Dorothy? No, Stephanie's. But it was a light brunette. Dorothy was a dark brunette, wasn't she? I, I can't recall. can't recall, Tom. Take my word for it. But it's a, it's a great look, and I understand what you say. It's a good look done bad in, in the latex. Yeah, yeah, that's it. She's combined the elements. So overall, it's highly successful. It's really, really good. I'm nitpicking with the hair color. I really am. What, what do you think about Cynthia Kiss? Cynthia, um, so this look, I get it. It's very punky in the kind of like slime green and like the the metallic elements and stuff. And it's almost like a little aqua poof skirt um 
is not my favorite thing on the runway so far. I do like, you know, the the mace she's got. It's almost like Go-Go from um, Kill Bill, isn't it? Okay. Um, in fact, I, I think she should have just gone come as Go-Go, to be honest. I think it would have been better than this. What's the good girl gone bad? That's the thing. I think, I think the storyline is kind of like suburban girl who's rebelling and she's gone punk. I didn't see that That's story. That's the storyline, I, I think. Um, it's not my favorite on the runway so far, and that disappoints me because I really like Cynthia. Yeah, I, it just doesn't fit the category for me. I don't see good girl I'm, at all. I just it. saw the that's gone it. bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm making up my own storyline, to be honest. What about Geometric? This is a funny take on it because she's literally gone bad. She's been left in the fridge too long and she's gone moldy. <laughs> so the the look is very like Joan Collins in Dynasty, very it, Alexis Carrington. It's very clever, don't you think? It is a clever Because one on side it, yeah. of it is just the glamour, then yeah. she turns around and she's gone bad. Yeah. She's gone off. This <laughs> is so... Lol. This is so clever. <laughs> She's a thinker. It's a thinker, that one. You know, you had to think about we it. We got there in the end, though, didn't we? Yeah. Um, it's very drag. It's very fun. It's very silly, campy, and glamorous. So, yeah, this is really successful. I, I love the look. Major yeah. tick. Pythia. So, Pythia comes out in, like, a latex nun get-up. Um, reminds me of... There's a Galliano for Dior look that's, like, this green sort of latexy nun. Um... And then she strips it off and she's a devil underneath. Um, and it's it's kind of like a nude illusion cat suit with like these devil hands covering her modesty. I think this is really, really cool. I like this a lot. Okay. Um, I think this is really successful. Of the reveals so far, this is probably my favorite. Because it's pithy or because it's good? Because it's good. Okay. I, I do love, I do love a nun. Okay. I do love a nun look, don't you? A naughty nun? Mm. What's more fun than Naughty Nun? <laughs> um, I, I don't. It's I don't. It doesn't appeal. I'm you sorry. love Sister Act, yes, but they're not naughty, Tom. They're she's not naughty. Bit, she's a bit naughty. Come off it. What naughty? Naughty. Dolores Van Breaking Cat- the habit. is a little bit naughty, isn't she? Well, not a little bit. She's actually really naughty. Mm. She's amazing. Okay, Dolores Van Cartier, Whoopi Goldberg, as as the one. Kamora Amor. <laughs> So Kimura, um, oh yeah, Kimura steps out in this this very it's very Rihanna at the Met Gala. It is. I, uh, oh, this, this is the first yeah. time I'll ever get a reference. That was very Rihanna. It's very Galliano. Galliano designed that um, at the Met Gala. So the first look I like a lot because it looks expensive. Um, it's very referential, and also the title of this runway is "Good Girl Gone Bad." Rihanna, right? Yeah. So very well done on that one. The look underneath is less successful to me because it's a bit of a generic dance outfit. It's just like a little leotard. I mean, it's lovely. It's stoned. I love her braid. But the second look doesn't give me gone bad, you know? If anything, I would have loved it if the look underneath had been like a naughty Rihanna look, like a look from S&M or something. Um, I, I like it as a whole though i love the first look i'm less impressed with the second look because i like it as a whole that it was a good girl gone bad that there was two looks Mm -hmm. that it also was rihanna and her album and i it's a tick for me tom ticks all the way around okay yeah that's fine i love the first look i just think the second one's less impressive now kindle gender 
is doing the same thing, <laughs> really, as Pythia. I bet the two of them were like, oh, oh, God, we're doing the same thing. Woo, woo, woo. Um, Kendall throws away the nun's habit a lot quicker. So it's less of a feature. I wonder if it was just that ugly. It's, le- it's less pretty than Pythia's, the nun's habit. N- Pythia's was PVC and really structural. And I do think Kendall's was just there to be thrown away. It was a reveal. Who wore it better? I'm going to say Pythia won the, nuns, won the nun's habit battle. I prefer Kendall's satanic look. Okay. Um, I love the kind of pointy structured aspects. I've said this time and time again. Anytime I see a drag devil, I just think of him from Powerpuff Girls. All right. Which is a wonderful reference always. But also there was um, this runway show by a Chinese designer um, from a few years ago, which is beautiful. I've forgotten their name now. I'm kicking myself. But it was beautiful and very, like, satanic. And also there's this amazing Turkish designer called Dalaric Findikoglu. And I think I always get her name wrong because I've never heard it said loud. I've only read it. Um, and she often does witchy satanic looks. Violet Chachki has been in one of her shows, actually, in London Fashion Week. Um, so it gives me very that. Now, if ever a look should save you from the bottom this week, it's Adriana's. I really love... so good. I really think that this is a knock out of the park. So we see Marie Antoinette done every season of every branch of the franchise of Drag Race. She's the most ubiquitous reference, I would say. We've seen her done nearly every season, but this is a very successful take on it. So she's gone for the Let Them Eat Cake thing so it's similar in some ways to Seda Jean's take on it in um, Drag Race Hall in season one mm-hmm. but Seda Jean had a cake stand in the skirt um, Adriana has given herself a spooky take on it and she is the head on the platter with the cakes and it's beautiful it's spooky it's very um, very Moschino fall 2020 um, very good overall I love the colors. I love the concept. I love the dress. I love the platter. I love the cakes. That looks like the best head anyone's ever going to get. <laughs> I am here That's for it. That's a naughty it. joke. And I th- <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I feel that this look should save her from the bottom because she will be in the bottom. It's the candy colors. And I love that candy color scheme that gives me the Moschino vibes. They did a whole runway that was basically candy-coloured Marie Antoinette. Major tick for me. Also, major tick is Isis Couture's look. So this now, is cool, and I can only speculate as to the references here. Um, she says it's inspired by a comic character. I don't know if that's a specific character, or if she was like, I'm going for like a, I'm going to make up my own comic heroine. Yeah. But like Rachel, if you know anything about this look, please let please, us know. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> please <informant>. tweet us. <laughs> Inform us. The... Um, the bunny ears gives me very, like, ghost world. And then, like, the... I just think anybody wearing yellow and carrying a baseball bat looks like... What? You're looking at me like I should know. Beyonce I don't know. and Lemonade. That is not Beyonce. No, but the colour and the baseball bat come off it. Like, baseball do you not get... Baseball bat. Is that what, oh, that what, ba- that's what it is. Okay. 
So obviously, it's, you know, a completely different garment. <gasps> Someone should have just came as Beyonce in the lemonade dress because she was a good girl gone bad because mm-hmm. she was cheated on. And then their album came out and it was just like trashing marriage, <laughs> trashing, trashing Jay-Z, trashing. And water. so she should. Yeah. The duplicitous scumbag. Uh, but that's good girl gone bad because before that she was, she was Beyonce. Perfection. So, or like, the elevator scene. She should have just. Someone uh, should have. Someone <laughs> should have just come in an elevator and just fought someone else. Someone should have been like half Beyonce, all poised, and half Solange going for it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good one. Yeah. Um, but Isis Couture, I I love this look. I I don't. I personally don't see Gug Gug on bed. I just see a cool chick with a bat it's who a, was a bad bitch. Beautiful garment. I want to get into Isis's head because she her silly Wet has been different every week. Um, she's got a real imagination, this girl. It's this thing is stoned, there's the structured shoulders and like the trench coat quality. It's it's an idea. It's it's you know, she's really, really good, I think, Isis. Have we changed our tops and bottoms from the runway? The only one we really think is that Adriana's probably rescued herself, yep. maybe from the bottom two. Yep. Let's see. Um I don't think Eve's was, it wasn't my favorite look on the runway, but I don't think it should. I think Eve Eve should win this week based on her performance. Do you think yeah. anybody performed better than Eve? No, I think Eve and, for me, Eve and Gia were the best. For me. Gia's. Metric. Yeah. I'm just trying to recall her look. Her look was better. Her look was great. Um, the bottoms this week should be Stephanie Prince and the other one who should join Stephanie's her. look is lovely, but it doesn't rescue her. I know, her it doesn't rescue her though. The ones that, who, that should join her in the bottom for me, for Paolo, is... <laughs> Paolo. I think Cynthia... I think Cynthia... You think Cynthia should be in the bottom too? I really? think Cynthia... Okay. Her look that her look is not Oh the, the look the is not good. I will say the past couple of weeks Cynthia's runways have disappointed me a bit. I I also want to say maybe Kimora. I I I'm, I'm not convinced that her acting at all. She didn't nail that, that actor as the geek. I'm thinking about it more and more and I just don't think she nailed the geek. That papal look was really really good though. Yeah. I and I'm looking around again at the queens on stage, and I think that's it. Those are my bottoms. Those are my tops. I think we should crack on and watch the judging. So something just happened that is we need to look into this. The winner yeah. this week was Adriana. Let's now, talk about that. We were we mean? Were we were we mean? No, I what? don't think we were. I think her runway look was stunning. Yes. I didn't really understand her performance in the challenge. My thing was that her performance was so off off mm-hmm. as in it was it was it's basically like getting someone from Broadway into like Grey's Anatomy. Can you make can you imagine someone from yeah. Broadway in Grey's Anatomy where they're just they're on their own world and everyone's a bit more 
on a different level of acting and they're coming in extra. That's I think, what I felt was coming from Adriana. And I don't I don't change that. I, I still feel yeah. that there was that. Was everyone else playing it too small then? Because if that's the case, then why was Stephanie in the bottom for kind of doing same-ish as Adriana? I don't, I think I'm confused there. I think it was strange there. to give the win over Eve or Gia. Yeah. Now... Because that runway look was beautiful, but it shouldn't have since clinched the win. The, the runway, unless you made it that episode, the runway should not cost more than the maxi challenge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can't give someone a win for something that they brought. That's uh, that's no. Mm-hmm. You give them for what they. You give them. You award them for what they apply in the moment and the challenge that was yeah. given to everyone equally. A challenge is given to you equally. You don't. Ha- you don't have to have more money to do the challenge better. Uh, this is, this is what you have to do in the moment go off and do it and so the win should have gone to eve 6000 i do think so i do think so i think she had the best performance in the, in, in the actual challenge but there we go that's the winner now the bottoms the bottoms were kindle gender Stephanie Prince and Cynthia Kiss. Now, I think putting Kendall down there was weird. Well, yeah, I don't understand. But you know what they kept saying? You know, mm. Brooklyn is such a big character. You know, the way you could have played her. Brooklyn is not a big character. No. Brooklyn is, compared to many drag queens, she's very introverted. She's got like a glacial quality. Yes. Which is very, you know, fitting with her being the Queen of the North and all that. She's, she's glacial and she's restrained and she's like got a a bitchiness and like a poise and that's that's what she is she's not big and she's not a big character so when yeah. they, they keep saying that you know this is what she's like she's a big character she's really out she's i'm like no 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 you mm. don't you obviously didn't watch her season you obviously don't watch rupert's drag race yeah compared to many drag queens brooklyn is not big at all she's not she's got a restraint and a poise She's Stephanie, a pageant girl. Stephanie Prince is bigger than her. There's many queens on this panel that are bigger than Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Brooklyn is not a big, loud, extroverted character at all. She's very ballet. But yes, she she's is. She's very she? ballet. She's very. She's too controlled. She's so controlled about how everything has to look and how she comes off. She's too. She's actually too scared to let go. Yeah. Brooklyn's too scared to be big. So th- you can't. You can't say to Kendall that you're not playing her big you know she's she's so big you should you should have played it you, you didn't capture that because I, kendall mm. gender played it big <laughs> i guess the saving grace is that at least kendall wasn't in the bottom two and they made that clear quite quickly mm. and it was in fact cynthia and stephanie stephanie definitely should have been in the bottom two cynthia i guess was one of our choices for like oh could be yeah but we were kind of splitting hairs yeah and like she actually did pretty decently but her runway look was not our favorite now, looking at the runway song, I this really was. If it was a dancey song, Steph, I thought cool. Stephanie sending someone home. The minute mm. the song played, I was like, this song was not meant for Stephanie because I've seen Stephanie dance throughout the weeks and her choreography. She picks up movements. She knows how to dance, but this wasn't a dance type song. It was a pink, punky rock synth song. Yeah. Um, obviously I don't know Fifi very well I don't know if this is her vibe but it's very much like punk synth so I I thought that Cynthia would get it over her just by hearing the song and then when I watched the performance it just it was more and more obvious to me that this one was for Cynthia Cynthia conveyed the vibe 
a lot better. Mm. Um, Cynthia gave a really lovely high energy performance, but didn't really get the punkier vibe. She was too Disney, dare I say. She was like, she was like fun and happy and high energy. I don't believe Stephanie ever listened to her music before the show. She did. I don't think she feels comfortable singing or dancing along to that kind of music because that's not in her repertoire. So she, I, I felt like maybe dancing to that was a fraud to who she is as a performer like for me i i i have my genre if i just if i had to dance to something that wasn't mine at all i'd feel quite uncomfortable because i don't understand that movement that song that music so i don't understand how my repertoire of movement or my feelings could apply to that music mm-hmm. to that song I understand, I, and yeah. it would feel really awkward so then i would probably just be dancing awkwardly to it because i wouldn't i couldn't give myself to it well that's the beauty of music we all connect to it in different ways don't we and unfortunately it didn't feel like stephanie connected to this song yeah i definitely feel cynthia does i cynthia feel like did. Stephanie- cynthia I, I thought cynthia moved really well and conveyed the essence of the song really well yeah she absolutely. gave me kind of like you know <laughs> you know, kind of scene queen, um, synth punk girl vibes. It was a very good lip sync for Cynthia and for Stephanie, but Cynthia knew the song. She knew yeah. the movement and she, and most importantly, Cynthia was comfortable. I predict that Cynthia's won this. She's absolutely won this week. Let's have a look. Cynthia has stayed. We say bye to Stephanie Prince. She looks visibly shooketh. She really does. I think Stephanie is clearly a super talented and lovely queen. And she's beautiful as well. And it looks like she brought some expensive drag to the competition. Like, she was wearing this lovely latex thing this week. And, like, remember how she th- she had that, um, you know, in the mini challenge last week? And she had that kind of stripper get yeah. that she kind of threw away. Aww. It's like, she spent some money. All that money. I know. All but mortgages. But, you know, the world's up, had an opportunity to fall in love with her. So let's just hope that that booking fee goes up, girl. Next week, we have the Snatch Game. An early Snatch Game. I'll have nine girls in it, which is a good number for interaction, if you ask me. It's good. I'm excited. We'll know these characters. I mean, they just have to do better than Brooklyn and her poutine. How dare they say she's a big character? Have they not seen her season? <laughs> You're raging, have they? aren't you? I'm just like, so the, the way they're talking about her as though she was a Jimbo, which we got to see this, this Oh my week. gosh. We've not even mentioned that. It was so good to see Jimbo. Jimbo. I would see, but you know what? Like, hopefully we're seeing Jimbo soon on International All-Stars. She'll do Another that. chance to shine. She has a, a very good chance of winning that. The thing is, she's supposed to be up against like the, the couple of there's a couple of American girls in there. I think it's rumored to be Juju B, Monique Hart, and maybe Manila. Like, yeah, you're saying all these names, and for me, Jimbo is, can storm through all I of them. I think Jimbo is an international class act who could. She's so multi talented. Let her win it. Not let her. Don't let she her. Will she, she, will she will win it. She will win it. Leave her be. Judge fairly yeah. and you will see You'll see Jimbo, Jimbo be amazing. It's not about yeah. letting her win. Absolutely. Okay. I misspoke. I do apologize. Everyone, make sure you join us next week for some more episodes of Spilling the GNT podcast. This is Bolo. And Dr. Tom. We'll see you guys then. Lots of love, guys. See you soon.